0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, a safe weekend, a healthy weekend. Can't say that about a lot of people, but uh, come on in, stay a while. We got football this afternoon, tonight, tomorrow. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. This program brought to you by the great folks at MasterClass. You want to cook like Gordon Ramsay? You want to sing like Mariah Carey? Masterclass. Unlimited access to online classes from the world's best. Now you can give one annual Masterclass membership. Get one free. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. Terms do apply. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Poll question. Play of the day. Stat of the day. All of that forthcoming. The countdown is on. The final week of McLovin. Thursday will be his last show. Let's wait until Thursday if you'd like to call in and say goodbye to McLovin. No need to drag this out. And you can stay on hold if you want to until Thursday. (laughs) Marvin will take those phone calls and just leave you on hold if you'd like to say goodbye to McLovin on Thursday. Yes, McLovin? I have a friend who's tried to call in and said Marvin shut him down. Wait a minute. First of all, you said you had a friend. Uh, associate. Okay. And you're accusing Marvin. Yeah.
1: Wow. said he v- did it very politely, though. Okay. My friend Sully.
0: But, but did Sully say that he wanted to say something nice about you, and then Marvin said, no, not today?
1: Basically, in so many
0: words.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've
1: communicated with Sully before, and I wouldn't let him on the air either. Okay.
0: Yes, Paulie.
2: Tell Sully to tell Marvin that I got something bad to say about Todd. He'll go to the top of the list. That's how Marvin
0: rolls. Ooh, ooh, okay.
1: Yeah, McLevin. Sully's the guy who came up to you in France. He wanted to call to talk about that. Now, do you remember he came up to you and said, I listen to the show all the time. I uh, I loved your segment with Ryan Leaf. You were in the graveyard.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't appreciate Sully.
1: <laughs> Just letting you know. He's a number one fan of the show. Okay. I mean, he's huge, okay. huge Okay, huge fan. I'm
0: on vacation. <laughs> I'm I'm at the cemetery, you know, for, you know, all of the military men who died in France. So they're doing taps. It's five o'clock and they're lowering the flag. I'm crying. It's emotional. I got some guy walks up and goes, uh, hey, six five, two twenty. <laughs> no, he goes, <laughs> he goes uh, hey, uh, get a picture when this is done. Oh, jeez, <laughs> You're kidding. No, no, they are playing. T- I have the video. I'm videotaping them taking down the American flag at the cemetery.
2: Hey, Dan, real quick. What do you think of Kirk Cousins? Is that yeah, the answer, yeah, Minnesota? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful moment. What it was, and uh, I got this guy behind me and then I, I said, not now. Like no, I, no. I got to ask you: Is Fritzy really like that? <laughs> Just a quick question. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> Sully? No, I don't want Sully. Marvin, don't have Sully call in. You're not allowed to. He Sully is barred. Bart? You have to let him. He's literally the number one fan of this show. They were playing Taps. Uh, That's Dan, how big a fan he is. They were bringing our flag
1: down. Dan, one thing: uh, my calendar had two Februarys in it. Can You get that adjusted? <laughs> Thanks.
0: Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not big on Sully. I'm I'm sullied on Sully.
2: After the ceremony, can you sign my calendar? I actually brought it to France in my carry-on bag. Yes.
0: I mean, we
1: won the war. What else you want? Oh, my God. Uh, damn, what, what happened to Chris in Syracuse? <laughs> did you still talk to him?
0: Uh, and then my wife goes, what did he say? I said he wanted to get a picture. And she goes, here? And I said, yes. There's probably... 100 people surrounding this flagpole <laughs> at the cemetery. You're not making this up. I swear to God, Paulie, I'll, I'll, I have the video. I have it still on my phone. You might even be able to hear Sully go, hey, uh, can I get a picture? As I'm videotaping this, they're bringing our flag down. On these hallowed grounds <laughs> 80 years ago. At the cemetery. Uh,
1: six four two twenty. Can I get a ding? <laughs> First time, in a long time. Yeah, McLovin. Sully. <laughs> at least let him explain his thinking at the cemetery.
0: Okay. If, if Sully wants to call in and not say anything nice about you, but just explain when they're playing taps and bringing down our flag at this cemetery, this pristine cemetery in France, those who were there on D-Day, those who were there gave their lives. It's so emotional. And I got this guy going, hey, uh, when this is all said and done. Can I get a picture?
2: Yes, Paul. Sully can't do it today. He's sitting outside Jim Rome's house waiting for an autograph when he mm. takes his kids to school. Mm. No. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Phone calls, well, except for Sully, always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, D P show. Say good morning to Fox Sports Radio, carries this program. uh, Nearly 400 cities around America. And uh, Peacock, our streaming partner. I'm discombobulated. You threw me off my game, McClellan. Just like Sully did. Yes. (laughs) And
1: Brent.
0: I feel like Tom Brady last night. Lost.
1: You're going to be in the middle of a really dramatic take, and I'll Mm -hmm. be like, uh, Dad, did you want a poll result right now?
0: Raiders, Browns today, Vikings, Bears tonight, Tuesday, Seahawks, Rams, Washington, and the Eagles. NBA players are out due to COVID. They're signing replacement players. It's like the NBA is out. You know, I was wondering about this with the NFL. You know, the NFL got the most out of this football weekend that they probably could, given the COVID breakouts. They're going to need a couple more days to get through the Week 15 schedules. I mentioned it's Raiders-Browns this afternoon. That's at 5 o'clock. Washington football team and the Eagles, Seahawks and Rams, that's Tuesday. But, you know, when the games start, there's normalcy. And I know it's a bit of an illusion, but you did see some critical wins by, you know, potential playoff teams. Steelers, Bengals, Niners, Colts. Dolphins kept their postseason alive you got 28 teams who still have a mathematical chance to make the playoffs. As the NFL might say, that's great for business. The Packers beat the Ravens in a thriller. They're looking for that number one seed in the NFC. Certainly helped that Arizona lost, and of course the Buccaneers did. The Lions beating the Cardinals, Saints shutting out the Buccaneers. Pick one which was more surprising. I would say the Saints shutting out the Bucs, and doing it in Tampa, whereas the Lions beating the Cardinals, and I know the Cardinals keep saying, hey, we're not the Cardinals of last year where we basically fell apart down the stretch, but we'll see. But get ready for afternoon football. I was wondering, as controversial as this would sound, they should take away the last weekend of football, the regular season. If they truly care about getting Everybody healthy for the postseason. How about you take away week 17 and then you could still have your Super Bowl when you're going to have it in the playoffs? But I, I think we're getting to that point where it's going to be hard to field teams that actually look like NFL teams and quarterbacks and who's going to play and who can't. Um, you know, the NFL is. Remember, the NFL said, hey, we're not forfeiting games. Okay. But you're going to adjust the schedule where you might accommodate the Washington football team maybe more than you need to, and that will penalize the Eagles, who then play, you know, you go from Tuesday to Saturday. So that's not fair. Not fair to the Eagles. That Washington football team, they had one player, didn't get vaccinated, and everybody, you know, caught COVID from him. So there's no punishment. Hey, we're just going to move it. No, no forfe- forfeiture. I, I have a problem with that. Um, you know, you have to have teams held accountable, not. Um, all right. You guys want to play? Uh, I don't know. Wednesday at uh, 815 in the morning. Like, what are we doing? You're trying to accommodate everybody. Is there a rule? Are they going to enforce the rule? That's what I'd be curious about. But i take away the last week of the regular season. I know it's all about money. And they'll slap a team together to get out there. But I think we're getting to that point where we're kind of teetering on the brink. All right. Phone calls are welcome. McLovin, what's the poll question today?
1: Okay. We're going to start with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers poll. Uh, what would you bet on if you had to bet on one of these? The Bucks win the Super Bowl or the Bucks lose their first playoff game? Wow. Which is more likely?
0: Um, I'm going to say that they win the Super Bowl is more likely. I mean, I, this just felt messy to start with. Gronk had some drops. You had injuries to Evans and Godwin and Fournette. The Saints have their number. They were getting frustrated. Um, now, did I expect Brady to get shut out? No. But they never got any kind of rhythm whatsoever. And, uh, you know, the Saints were a desperate team. Because that was was their season last night. But Tampa's going to bring back Antonio Brown. You'll get healthier. You got three weeks left to go. And I said this on Thursday or Friday, that all Tom Brady has to do is win the game and have a nice game, and he'll win the MVP. Now, given how Aaron Rodgers played, Jonathan Taylor played, I guess if you want to throw Patrick Mahomes in there, maybe. But you got maybe, you know, Brady is still the leader. And then I'd put Rodgers in there and Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely. Cliff Kingsbury, you're not the coach of the year if you go to Detroit and get blown out. You know who deserves consideration? It's going to sound crazy. Dan Campbell, the Lions. And that dude, he is positive. He never stops. He, he, you know, you, you hear the passion that he really, really cares. And you juxtapose that to Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer came in with status. Dan Campbell's never had status. Never had it as a player. Never had it as a, a coach. He was just a tough guy. But that's the guy you want to play for, even though he hasn't proven himself to be a good coach or great coach. You know, Urban's one, but Dan Campbell's approach is that's what I want to play for. Because it feels real. And as far as Urban goes, Urban did an interview with Ian Rappaport. Uh, Ian's going to join us coming up next hour. We'll talk to him about it because Urban seemed like he's still shifting the blame here. And I don't know if this is a rehab tour for him. Is he going to get paid? Jags owner, Shad Khan, says he's not going to pay Urban Meyer. Okay. I'd like to know what the cause is. Because if you say it's he kicked one of our former players, Josh Lambeau, that happened in August. Why didn't you fire him then? If that team has six wins right now, is Urban Meyer fired for cause? So I'd like to know what cause we're talking about, unless there's something that's hidden there where – they say we're not paying Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer goes, yeah, that's right, they're not going to pay me. I get the feeling that this story's not over with and that you're probably going to have some kind of settlement there. At least it feels that way. He said nice things about Jacksonville, said nice, nice things about Shad Khan, but then you hear that Chad Khan doesn't want to pay Urban Meyer. But, you know, Urban talked uh, really about the culture, you know, that basically everybody's soft you know coaches are soft and players are soft and not just in the NFL and you know you know urban is kind of living in a in a different era this is the way we used to treat players and coaches well if that's the case then maybe they are softer or maybe they just don't want to put up with nonsense they want to be treated as humans as grown-ups and he wasn't doing that to them We'll talk to Ian Rappaport about that conversation with Urban Meyer. And does he coach again? I guess that'll be part of the rehab tour. Maybe just goes back to Fox uh, and works with their pregame show. All right, we'll come up with a poll question. We will get to phone calls. A lot of phone calls. Everybody but Sully is allowed to call in. Sully. I forgot that he was your friend. I came back and told you guys that story that I met this guy (laughs) who had no sensitivity whatsoever. During the commercial break, I I will play. I'll get it off my phone. I am. You can hear them playing taps. You might even hear Sully over my shoulder. Hey, I'm Gonna get a picture when this uh, thing is done here. They're playing taps. Hey, Sully. Uh, yeah, sure. You want to come by on a meet Friday? Yeah. Did you
1: get my ornament? I sent in the <laughs> 2009, the first year you guys did the Christmas tree. I'm the guy that sent in the uh, ornament.
0: Let's take a break here, okay? <laughs> let's, let's regroup here. <laughs> Damn, you ruined my day, McLovin. I didn't know you knew this guy. Forgot all about Number one fan. Was number one fan. Everybody else just moved above him. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. Biggest superstars, all-time greats, only one place to collect them all, Panini trading cards. They got something for everybody there. Trading card partner, the exclusive one of the NFL, NFLPA. They use Donruss, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures. They give you instant classic trading cards. You got the most popular players in there. There's autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, hottest rookie cards, something for everybody, Panini America packs. More than just football, exclusive home for NBA, UFC, NASCAR, collegiate trading cards. Some matchups for Week 16. Patrick Mahomes, Big Ben, Steelers at Arrowhead, Josh Allen and the Bills, a rematch against Mac Jones and the Patriots. Baker Mayfield and the Browns travel to Lambeau, take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Starter, continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards the National Football League and of course the Dan Patrick Show thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning 9 until noon Eastern 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app oh this program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz vans they go far beyond from their customization options cutting edge tech five-star sales service financial support crew Mercedes-Benz vans, build-equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Tom Brady has lost four straight regular season games to New Orleans, and none have been one-score games. Lost by 11, 35, 9, and 9. Bucks' last three games are against five and nine, 3,11, and five and nine records, but they're banged up so much here that you're trying to hold on and maybe get that top seed, but it looks like Green Bay is going to uh, secure that. And the Saints are a strange team. 4-0 against Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and New England. So they beaten Tampa twice, beat Green Bay, and beat New England. And they won by an average of 17 points a game. They've lost to the Panthers, the Giants, and the Falcons. They've had three different starting quarterbacks. They don't probably won't have any of those starting quarterbacks next season. They're seven and seven. They don't play a team above five hundred the rest of the way. Maybe they make it into the playoffs, but you got a defensive-minded wild card team that could be really dangerous to face. Uh, we're going to go with. Uh, the Buccaneers poll question. Yeah, we started
1: with that, but we have some other options okay. too. Okay. Uh By the way, the Dolphins and the Saints next week on Monday night is going to be epic. Yeah. Okay. Epic. Well, it's the one of the poll options was will Tua start for the Dolphins week one of twenty twenty two? Are you seeing enough? <laughs>
0: um, I think they're they're playing well, but but he's not as good as Deshaun Watson. Um. But, you know, here's my question. Do I want to be safe here? I know what I have with Tua, and I have those draft picks. And if I trust my draft guys, then maybe I hold on to Tua, and I don't give up that much. But but there's really not a face of the franchise. I guess begrudgingly it would be Tua. Deshaun Watson gives you a face if you want that face for your franchise, and he's a better player than Tua is. But do I want safe and I can keep those draft picks? Is Tua good enough for you to succeed and, and, and be good in the playoffs? That's really what it comes down to. And, you know, there's going to be other people interested in Deshaun Watson. Uh, who had the worst weekend? Tom Brady, Arizona Cardinals, Patriots, the Titans, the Lakers. Tyron Woodley, who got knocked out, <laughs> one of those, what's his name, Jake Paul? Jake Paul, yeah. Uh, Woodley got, man, I hope he got paid, because man, that was lights out. You know when they go, one, Two, three. they didn't even do that. That referee was like, "Hey, I need help. Get somebody in here. Help this guy because he's down and he's not getting up anytime soon." Yeah, in the club.
1: I'm even more shocked that Darren Williams, the NBA player, beat Frank Gore in a boxing exhibition. Should Frank Gore be way tougher than Darren
0: Williams? Darren Williams got big. Like Darren Williams, is a big guy. Um, that was that was not a fight that I asked for, but it, it was surprisingly entertaining. Yes, Todd?
3: I think Frank Gore was compiling punches throughout the fight, and that's kind of what happened, and that's why he ended up losing. Okay.
0: Frank Gore compiler with running. Okay. Exactly. Right. Thank you, Todd. There you go. Thank I knew you'd Good out. to see you. I didn't know you were How's showing up. How's it on? going? What's hey, going on? Hey, hey. Happy, Monday hey, happy Monday to you. Hey, uh, happy Monday to you, too. Boy, and the Lakers losing uh, Anthony Davis. They lost again. Uh, Brady will recover. Mm. Titans can't figure you out. No. I thought the way they were playing first half that they were going to comfortably win that game against the Steelers. Cardinals, I know you say that this you're not going to fold like you did last year, but well that's not a good way to convince me with a month to go in the regular season. Brady, that's just a bad day at the office. He doesn't have many of those. I think he'll rebound. I think he'll be okay. Lakers was big. Well, Woodley, but I, you know, I didn't expect anything. He was going to fight Tyson Fury's brother who got hurt. And then they threw Woodley in there again, who's he's already fought. You know, this strikes me like Ronda Rousey. People would go, oh, my God, Ronda Rousey is awesome. I go, there's only like five women she could fight. It's not like there was a big talent pool. And then she went against Holly Holm, who could punch and she got knocked out. Um. I'd like to see Jake Paul fight a fighter, a boxer, but you know, I give him credit. He stayed in the in the news and he he's picking the right people, put it that way. You know, it feels like there's about 8 or 9 guys that you can pick and that he's a better boxer than. You know, it goes back to when Floyd Mayweather was going to fight Conor McGregor and I said if they let Conor go UFC, he would crush Floyd Mayweather. They'd kill him, but if you're going to box, Floyd Floyd can't be touched. He's he's not an exciting fighter, but he he just he's so smart, strategic, and he's going to take you apart. Yeah, Paulie.
2: This kid, Jake Paul. The, all these fights are exhibition. He and his brothers, right? They're not any sanctioned fights for any uh, titles, right? I no. He he's not going to be going for a title. But would he? It's just entertainment. Would he enter a category? I don't know if he's a no. Band? No. Okay.
0: No, because he would probably get his lunch handed to him okay. and a bit of supper as well. But, you know, he's smart at what he's doing. Very strategic. You know, you pick your opponents. I mean, this is what Don King did with Mike Tyson for years. Let's keep him away from Lennox Lewis or Evander Holyfield. Let's keep him away from guys who are going to give him trouble. Meanwhile, you, you bring out, uh, who was it, uh, Peter McNeely? Oh,
2: that was a good time.
0: Yeah, no, it
2: was not. Remember he did, like, the poem? He did, like, a rhyme in yeah. the uh, press conference? Yeah, it was not good. That was not good.
3: Yes, Ton. Ta- was that the fight where, like, the national anthem was longer than the fight? There was a yes. couple of
2: those. with ta- I think it was 92
0: seconds that he fought. Well, I went to two Tyson fights, and I think the anthem was longer than two of those fights. All right, phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Dusty in Kentucky joins us. Hi, Dusty. What's on your mind?
3: Hello, Mr. Patrick. How are you today? Great, Dusty. Um, I wanted to give my best and worst of the weekend. If you give me a second of my worst, my best was taking my seven-year-old to see Spider-Man. Just his joy and happiness of it. He loved it. Uh, my worst is uh, Mr. Perloff leaving. Uh, I'm a disabled police officer. I listen to you guys Monday through Friday. Now the dynamic is going to be changing. I'm just going to miss him. and But I'm looking forward to what he does and what you guys do in the future.
0: Well, Dusty, thank you. Uh, who would you most like to arrest on this program?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um well you would be the best one to talk to on the way to the police station okay you would good stories but um it would probably be the funniest uh uh with mclovin since he's leaving how oh, about that
0: okay all right well thank you dusty we appreciate you uh joining us and uh glad you, your son had a good time yes mclovin oh i had a t- Terrible joke. Which one,
1: Some of the Danettes probably are used to getting arrested and know the drill and know exactly wow. how they're doing.
0: Wow, that's a shot. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> you're going
1: to talk to Todd <laughs> like that? <laughs>
0: yeah, I hurt Dang, my feelings. Dang, man. Back row buddy. Please. Who's been arrested? It was just
1: some plates. Gee whiz. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> Who, who's been arrested the most? Definitely we're looking at the front row hard <laughs> yeah, here. Yes, that's true. Okay. Paulie or Seaton? who's been arrested the most? Todd,
3: I'm going to lean towards Seton. Okay. <laughs> not a <laughs> landslide, though. But just a lean. This
0: is rude
1: content. This yeah. is rude. Yes, McLovin. This is obviously, we all ran from the cops underage drinking We're talking but nothing serious here. Not like, talking about
0: arrested. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've
1: gone to jail. But you could do that for underage drinking. I'm not. Okay. I was, what's how about I was uh, like 16 or 17, maybe something like that. I was definitely underage. And we were having a party in the woods, and I had this bleach blonde hair. And the cops came, and so we all took off running. And about two hours later, I was downtown, outside of like a convenience store,
0: and a cop pulled up, and he was like, "Hey, man, didn't I just see you running through the woods because <laughs> <laughs> of my bleach blonde hair? Like, oh, crap! I got to stop bleaching my hair." <laughs> How many times have you been to the police station, Seaton? Uh, well, once in West Virginia, which was garbage because uh, <laughs> I did. I don't want. Just how many times? Uh,
1: maybe two or three. Okay. <laughs> what, two, two. You McClellan? You've told me stories about West Virginia. What raises
0: to the level yeah. of having to go to the police station in West Virginia? <laughs> Bouncers, man. Don't let one of your buddies pick a fight with a bouncer. <laughs> uh, Paulie, how many times have you been to the police
2: station? Two total, both when I was in college at Southern Illinois University. Actually brought to the jail cell, had to pay or a friend pay my way. two times total and both involved alcohol, of course.
0: I went one time, spent the night in jail. That was when I was pulled over because I, uh, the police officer said I ran a red light. And it was like at five in the morning. I'm dropping my wife off at CNN where she was working. Came back and uh, he said I, he thought I'd been out drinking. And I didn't have my driver's license on me because I just got up middle of the night to take her to work. And uh, they put me in jail. And uh, I remember I was in there with, like, 30 other guys, including one guy whose eyes looked like they were pinballs. I don't know what he was on. And plus, they ask you what you're in for. And everybody's in for gun, narcotics, something. And, uh, you know, they got to me. And then I didn't want to say I ran a red light. And I I, I said I tried to... uh, uh, elude the police I, yeah, like yeah right. that's solid like i i needed a little street cred and then i had they gave me a a cheese sandwich and i had a guy next to me and he was high as can be and he was just twitching and he kept going you gonna eat that <laughs> you gonna eat that and i said you can have it you can have it and uh so i spent the night and uh, then i got bailed out in atlanta Yama club
1: I don't know if this story was true. Did you say you used your one phone call to do a sports update with a radio
0: station? Yes. That's
1: fantastic.
0: I did a uh, morning, uh, 96 Rock in Atlanta, where Rock lives. And I would do a sports update a couple of times, like during the week, and I would call in and I would do sports. Well, I saw that I got one phone call and I thought "If if I call into the radio station, then at least people will know that I got... I'm, I'm in jail and I didn't, you know, my wife's at work and my brother worked at the radio station. And I thought somebody's going to be able to come down and bail me out. But I did my sports report while I was in jail with, you know, 30 guys around me. And, uh, you know, cause everybody else has got their, their phone call was a little sounded a little different than mine. It's like, Hey guys, how are you? Yeah. Great. How about them Falcons? Yes, Todd. So you gave the news and the
3: scores, and your lockout at the end was a reporting from so-and-so prison <laughs> to let them know? How did you work that
0: into the sportscast? No, you I work? just said, look, I'm in jail, and I need to be bailed out. And uh, then eventually my brother came and bailed me out. All right, uh, let's see. Chris in Sacramento. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind today?
3: Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Still laughing at your prison story. Uh, best of the worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend is the Detroit Lions beating the Arizona Cardinals. And the worst of the weekend is all the all the COVID tests for all the players and having to reschedule and players playing on Tuesday when they got to turn around and play on Saturday I know. or Sunday. It's just hard. Crazy. So those are my best and worst
0: of the weekend. Thank you, Chris. 877 dp show Tom Brady got shut out. First time that that's happened since 2006. Here's Brady after
2: the loss. We just didn't execute great, obviously. Just a tough night, so didn't do much anything right. So we got to get a lot better. Got to get back to work. There's a lot of football left, and see if we can go get a win
3: next week.
0: Yeah, he was not in a good mood. Throwing his uh, tablet there. Uh, you know, a good craftsman never blames his tools. Yeah, he, he was yelling at teammates. Mm, not good. The uh, Ravens situation with a backup quarterback and going for the win against the Green Bay Packers. I'm okay going with it because John Harbaugh felt like it was the right thing to do. And he knows his players. Uh, The secondary is decimated. You know, it's not a question of if, but when Aaron Rodgers was going to lead the Packers down in overtime. But I still, you know, I, I lean towards, I got the best kicker, maybe in the history of the sport. And if I get to overtime with him, I always have a chance And I got a backup quarterback who really looked good. He did everything that you wanted. But when you roll right and you take away half the field, I I just had a problem with the play calling. Because he had, I think, Hollywood Brown wide open in the end zone. And he just locked in on Mark Andrews. Tight ends had an unbelievable week. Like Mark Andrews, it just felt like there's only one guy he's going to go to. And he was always open. I think he had thirteen targets, ten or eleven catches. He was wonderful. And, and the Ravens were staying in that game. But going for two, I I will always I will lean towards the coach if he feels it's the right thing for his team to do. You know, the game, you know, the call against the Steelers. If T.J. Watt doesn't speed it up or disrupt it, then they probably complete that pass to Andrews. In this situation, the pass wasn't good. It should have been to the outside, not to the inside. But Hollywood Brown is wide open, and they could have won the game.
1: Yeah, McLeod. You're right about tight ends. Uh, Kelsey and Mark Andrews were the two top receivers this week. And uh, hey, what's the guy, uh, Hunter Henry on the Patriots? Yeah. They knew he was getting the ball, and
0: they couldn't stop him as well. Yeah. Although Gronk did not have a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff, how about them Lions? What up, though? One time for chat roll. First of all, i like to just
4: bring one of the comments off of chat Row to McLovin. Somebody said, well, I'm not going to lie, I said it. You're like the uncle that you love to hate, but you hate that you really, really love him. And they're, they're They're really going to see you go. I hate to see you go, brother. I mean, you got so
0: much love in the community,
4: man. Wait, wait, Jeff. Man, I don't want to do this
0: on Monday. If you want to do it on okay okay, okay, okay,
4: okay, brother. Okay, I'll call hmm. back in. So this is what's going on, right, man, okay. with the Detroit Lions. Brother, let me tell you, I got somebody that's in the know, that's in the locker room, and they said all week long somebody had got a hold of some material from Arizona, and they were basically stating when the Arizona Cardinals become eleven and three and clinch the champ, I mean clinch the uh, division, what will happen then, or who they might play. Totally looking past the Lions.
0: Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Run that by me again. You have somebody who plays for the Lions. Somebody, somebody that I know that's in the Lions organization
4: organization okay. said that the Detroit Lions got a hold of some material from Arizona. I guess it's like one of those off colored uh, sports shows or something. And they were just talking about when they beat the Lions. Oh, okay. Not if, but when, basically putting up the the graphic eleven and three of uh, well, well, Jeff end up
0: beating Detroit. I, I know I, to be I fair know. to Arizona, we were all thinking the same thing.
4: I, listen, even me, dude. That's the thing about it. That's the and that's that's my whole point because the only person, the uh, only people that really, really, and honestly thought because me, none of my friends thought that the Detroit Lions would beat the uh, Arizona Cardinals was everybody in that facility. And I mean, I'm gonna tell you, when you have a coach like Dan Campbell, the man can bring great stuff out of you if everybody is doing their assignments and doing what they're supposed to be doing.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. If they do what they're supposed to be doing. All right. We're waiting for the well wishes or whatever you want to wish McLovin on Thursday.
1: Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I need Jeff on Thursday. He's my cleanup hitter. He always has positivity. Yeah. Yeah. And he got a Lions win today? Yeah, he's got to focus that. Yeah.
0: Let's take a break. We got our play of the day. A lot more phone calls. Our best and worst of the weekend. We'll check in with the Buccaneers, top of the hour. Uh, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, with his interview with Urban Meyer. And Carson Palmer will join us as well. Busy show back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
0: Of the day. Lifts, I got it. Gonna play it and play it. This
2: is the play of the day. Check this out. Hands
3: off to Taylor. Taylor, big run. He's at the 45, 50, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10 to
0: to see the Colts radio network Jonathan Taylor yes MVP candidate three runs of at least 67 yards this year tied for the most in a single season in the last 30 years that's your play of the day play of the day is brought to you by M drive fight back against the clock with M drive the supplement for driven guys that supports healthy testosterone production boost energy and strength visit MDriveDan.com. free shipping 60 day guarantee don't let age beat you visit mdrivedan.com you know here it is late 2021 and on the same weekend lebron james tom brady and tiger woods still competing in their respective sports lebron debuted in october of 2003 tom brady debuted in 2000 tiger's pro debut was 1996. it was great to see tiger out there with his son but i I think we're a long ways away from Tiger being able to go out and compete for four days. Also, the practice, um, people have pointed towards Augusta. And I remind people, when I hear this, Augusta has more hills, undulations, off-balance uh, lies than any other golf course they have probably on the tour. It, it's not an easy golf course. Playing And also just walking. And Tiger was in a cart yesterday, and his son, Charlie, uh, spit an image of him. Wasn't afraid of the moment. Uh, Tom Brady, that's one of those games where you go, wait, what happened? And then LeBron had a good game against the Bulls, but uh, Anthony Davis looks like he's going to be out for a month. But all three still competing in their respective sports. Yeah, Paul.
2: I saw huge headlines and TV segments today. Tiger Woods and his son finished second at the PNC Championship. John Daly and his son finished first.
0: Yeah, they did a disservice to everybody else there. I, I know seeing Tiger out there as ratings. But John Daly with his son, I mean, that's still a great story. John's been through cancer, alcoholism. He's been through an awful lot. And uh, I thought that it was basically let's watch Tiger and his son play around the golf. And maybe that's what everybody wanted, but, you know, there were other people in the field and it just felt like it was a Tiger Woods. You know, sometimes they would have tournaments where Tiger's not in contention, but they spend a lot of time on Tiger. I mean, they've done it, but they do it because you get TV ratings there. I understand it, and this is a made-for-TV event, but John Daly with his son... Uh, that's still a good story to tell as well. His son's a golfer at Arkansas. All right, uh, more phone calls here. Then we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Morning, Al.
3: Happy to uh, hear that we've both been short-term guests of Atlanta-Fulton County.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, best is getting to watch Tommy Tucks throw a temper tantrum because his bucks got shut out. The only bad part, it was the Aints who did it to him. And I'm going to preface my worst with a slight statement. I'm a cancer, Dan. Cancers hold grudges. That's what we do. That's why I'm still mad at Kent Herbeck for the 91 World Series. Never going to let that go. That no, was 30 years ago. Worst of the weekend, getting all the way down to the goal line four times and getting walking away with zero points against Who? Kyle Shanahan, so painful, it, it, extremely painful. And now we've got the, all of a sudden hot lions coming to town. We've got to go see the Bills who have cooled, but they're still the Bills. And we've got to end the season against the Saints.
0: It's just going to be a stressful three weeks ahead. All right, Al. Well, good luck. Al still cares about his Falcons. You know, the Niners, the Niners are there. You know they might be a tough out if you play them in the postseason. Nobody's talking about the Niners. Now, granted, they beat the Falcons. You expect them to beat the Falcons. Um, you know, Debo Samuel, he's been. In, you talk about value to a team. You know, when you talk about most valuable, we're talking about with the NFL. But if you said who's the most valuable to his team, and I'm, I, I guess I have to take away the quarterbacking position. But Jonathan Taylor would be one. And Samuel has to be in the conversation of most valuable to his team. He's been incredible. And, and I don't know where they would be without him as an offensive weapon. Because it's not a dynamic offense. But he is. Uh, and, and there's a lot of players who are having really interesting seasons. Uh, you know, Bosa's having, uh, he might have 15 sacks. Something like that? Nick
1: Bosa, yeah, fifteen. Yeah,
0: fifteen. TJ Watt has gotten most of the attention.
1: Miles right. Garrett, too, has huge numbers.
0: Yeah. Diggs had another interception. Micah Parsons. There there's been a lot of really good seasons turned in by defensive players this year. And it's and, you know, it doesn't feel like they always get the attention because it's such an offensive driven league. Yeah, McLevin. I just got an interesting text, by if, the way. From when Michael Sullivan,
1: Sully, Sully, his sort of angle on the story. OK, I'll just tell you, for somebody who was super upset, you could not have been more generous and friendly
0: when you were shaking his hand on video. Well, what you, was I supposed to do? I'm, I'm in Normandy. They're taking down our flag. I'm at the cemetery and I got somebody who's over my shoulder saying, uh, hey, can I get a picture? While I'm I'm crying, while I'm I'm I just showed you the video.
1: He showed me a video where you looked very very nice and kind to him. You did not show any of your frustration in the moment. If you were that upset, but then again, what are you supposed to do after that?
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah, Hey Dan, could you uh, wipe your eyes for the picture to look yeah, better? I only have one shot at this. Uh, yeah, you got some tears. I mean, come on.
0: Can you look happy? Can you look? I mean, come on. I'm a big fan of the show. My wife even said, did he ask you for a picture? I go, yes. She goes, oh, my God. Did he just hear from behind you?
1: Da-na-na, da-na-na.
0: <laughs> I have heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, McClellan.
1: It's better than what happens today. And that's people ask for a picture. Then they hand us their phone and take a picture of two people. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. I remember New Orleans Super Bowl. I don't know how many, 20 years ago. And I had a guy, my wife and I went to dinner. We were walking back to the hotel and a guy started walking and talking. And then he walked into the hotel. Then he got in the elevator and then he walked to our room. And I said, hey, this is where it ends. He goes, oh, my God, I didn't even know we were walking up to your room. I said, yeah, like
2: (laughs) you should have said we aren't (laughs) walking up to my room. I am. (laughs) He went on the
0: elevator. I'm thinking he's staying at the same hotel and just talking, talking, started walking to our room, and he's walking. And then I go, "Uh, this is where it ends. Oh, I didn't even know we were at your room. Uh, We'll check in with the Buccaneers, and Ian Rappaport tells us what's next for Urban Meyer. Hour two coming up. One more item, we close out hour one. Puerto Rico is the new go-to destination for quality investment opportunities. But finding the right projects can be difficult. That's where Impeller comes in to take the guesswork out of the equation. Impeller is a new online tool. It's spearheaded by Invest Puerto Rico that facilitates connections between the investors and on-island projects looking for capital. Now, they have innovative projects across all sectors, healthcare, tech, clean energy, visitor economies. You also have commercial real estate. Impeller's easy to use features allow you to get right to the deal. You can find uh, about financials, uh, company background leadership, performance needs, and more, so you make informed decisions. Empower your investment portfolio with the opportunities the island has to offer. It's a go to destination. Invest Puerto Rico's Impeller is the smart move. Visit investpr.org forward slash impeller to set up your account today. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico, powered by Invest Puerto Rico.